tell you one thing that i'm really excited about right now this episode oh, i'm God. excited about it God, my friend. I'm no up. i'm telling you no seriously you know how i'm always saying that we should stop the podcast and just not talk to each other anymore no or oh no i uh, know i said that to someone else but i uh well no but i'm so excited I about it today so excited <laughs> we really gotta make it's, up for rubbing alcohol yes that's like, yes i'm really sure do. i'm sure for all of you guys uh you're really wondering the hell was that about? What is going to go on in today's episode well, after I'll, the whole rubbing let me alcohol just say, Let me just put that to bed and say... It's John Z's fault. Okay. He threw the whole episode off with his weird energy. I've enjoyed the, uh, the episode so far. Now, look, we found out what the Z stands for, and let me just say, it's a lot weirder than you think. Yep. Okay. Yep. It's Xenon right. the Zequel. Well, I wasn't going to say it, but oh. yeah, okay, there you go. <laughs> so welcome back to another episode. You know what I would do? Yeah. All right. It's Holidays. Fast approaching. It's humming, man. You can feel your uncle's hot breath in your neck. <sighs> Why does he talk so close? Why does he always start from right behind you and breathe in your neck? How long has he been in the basement? And when was he listening to that whole conversation you guys <laughs> just had about his gingivitis? Jesus Christ. Like, was he literally there that whole time you were talking about I, I that? don't know. I, because then suddenly he's there. You guys looked around the room before like, you started talking about I him. don't know. You didn't see him. I don't know. Next thing you know, he's breathing down your neck. <sighs> <laughs> How's the thing going? The thing? The party. Well, then he wasn't listening because yeah. you know what the hell's going on. You're yeah, he's fine. a drunk. Um, but they are fast approaching, and it does put a feeling in the air. Yeah, it does. Enough you know, violence. Yeah. Well, no, there is anxiety. Uh, the the moment it hits deck one, I go, oh shit, buying people presents. Yeah, man, I'm not good. Oh at that. fuck. This is what happens every single. Yeah, same. Year. I always go. You know, the moment you have an idea for a present for someone, just buy it then. Exactly. Because when it comes to December, all those ideas are gone. I hate Black Friday. I hate Cyber Monday. Yeah. I love Shop Small Saturday. Oh. Um, you got to go to local business. I don't even Saturday. really know about. Oh that yeah. One. Oh yeah. Black I Friday. skip them all. I skip no, all. No, no, go, no. Go to Shop Small Saturday. You, okay, you that really does do. sound fun. That, that it is fun. But uh, I'm always, every time that happens and it passes, I go, oh, and then this moment comes up. I'm like, God damn it. I know. If I knew what I wanted to get everybody, yep. I could have just bought it at wholesale price from Amazon. God damn it. Yeah. Now I got to pay. I got to pay extra for my friends to get something mm-hmm. nice. Also, just the stress of it, honestly. Like every time that December comes again, I go, oh my God, you did it again. I mean, again, it's- You did it again. This is the December to remember. I know, but so, I keep forgetting that I got to get presents for the December to remember. I don't remember. even know how to get people. I, I feel like, I, and this this is like- I like I like when people ha- have lost lost the idea that I'm going to get them something. Yeah. You know, but I got a lot of people who are still thinking I'm going to get them something. I think you're going to get me something. I'm going to get you something. And I want it to be good. No, no, I'm good at getting people gifts. No, 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 no. I want it to be good. It will be good. No, no. I want it to be. Okay. Um, Okay. I don't don't want an objective. It will. I want want it to be good. It's objective good. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know if you're gonna get something. That's hard to follow what you're trying to say. <laughs> so right now. good luck if you get something. This but week. it is it is the season uh, of the dread. Dread begins now. Yeah. Or right, no, actually, by the time you're listening to this episode, dread is Judge already dread is sunk here. in. Yeah. Carl, Carl Urban is running around that that housing project. Do you consider him the the true Judge Dread? One hundred percent. We got another. You know what I would do from a fantastic. Audience member, I think I hate segues. Why? Uh, people ride too fast on them. <laughs> <laughs> you know the the guy who invented segues? He died. I no, know. He, went he off did a cliff. it. He drove no, off he a cliff fucking, on one. No, he fucking did it. That's not true. He's still alive. <laughs> he did. No, he didn't. I think that is true. <laughs> it's not. Is it not? That's just a thing we all alive. think is true. Yeah, he's still alive. You're saying that's just a rumor? I, I am sure someone did that. that I think guy's he alive. did it. Look it up. The guy's alive. The guy's alive. Why are you looking that up? Yeah, while while you looking that up. All right, I want you to I am going to look seen, it up. I am. Okay. okay. Listen to this because that guy's fucking alive. All right, we got another dope ass audience. You know what I would do? This comes from Sebastian Wadham, all the way from Aussie land, whom he wants to make sure that we know it's not Austria, it's Australia. All right, that's something he wanted to be very specific yeah. because that, a, that, are, that alia, the Leah, 
in the re- I don't know whatever. It, there's two it is th- true. It's it, the first thing on this guy's Wikipedia. He didn't die. Yes, it is. No, it says it's not. it says this. His name was James William Jimmy Hesselden. Was a British entrepreneur, a former coal miner. Hess- Hesselden became wealthy by manufacturing the Hesco Bastion Barrier System. In 2009, he bought Segway Inc., maker, maker of the Segway Personal Transport System. Hesselden died in 2010 from injuries apparently sustained falling from a cliff while riding his own product. We don't know what that product was. No, get out. We he, don't he, know. He, he was, was riding coal money. He was riding the Hesco Bastion Barrier System. <laughs> So it is true. We can honestly cut this out because it just makes you look like a fucking fool. Dude, you're a dumbass, okay, dude? <laughs> so back to Sebastian, who really yeah, matters. Okay? And he's from Austria. Not Australia. <laughs> Australia. Oh, okay. He writes this and says, got a topic I'd like to hear you both crack. People management. Oh, and he also goes on to say, please use my full name and dox me daddy. Dox me real good. From Seb Heath. Seb? Wait, what the fuck? Yeah. Seb? You're giving us two different goddamn names here. All right, it doesn't matter. Listen, yeah. Seb, first off, happy to dox. Yes. Oh, we love to dox. It's what we do, all right? Secondly, people management. Oh, my God. Could this not be a better topic for me? Yeah. I am all about managing people. You, you more than any one person I know, you have born into upper management energy. A thousand percent. Yeah. No way I can use my hands. Yeah. I have to be delegated. I have vagrant energy. Oh, it does. Where you're like, he used to do something. Now he's he's a vagrant. Yeah, he works in the company sewers. Yeah. <laughs> he works in the sewers. He's like sipping on a thing. We all know it's vodka, but he's acting like, that's just water. It's the it's rubbing alcohol. Yeah, that's what yeah. it is. Okay. That was last episode. Uh, Okay, That's I, gone. I can't shake it. Don't bring that up anymore. Don't bring that up anymore. Okay? That was it. That was bad. That was bad. You you brought on... It was a bad one. I know. I you know. You brought up a very bad topic that had no legs. I, well, you know what? I want forggiveness, and I don't feel like I've given... I, well, I'm, you're not I'm, getting it from me. And I'm not giving it from myself. I'm, yeah. I'm hurting well, yeah, myself. Yeah, you got to get it from yourself first. Uh, that's it. And, I'm not and then you it. have to also accept that you're not going to get it from me. Can we just say this right now? Seb... This goes out to you. This prayer goes out to you. Just forgive us. Yeah. Seb. Just, Seb. Why? Seb doesn't have to forgive us. Doesn't, isn't, I'm just... Because he wrote it in. Oh, okay. But John Z is really like... that. We need John something Z, to happen there. John Z is gone. We okay? got to find him then. No, he's gone. We got to hunt his ass down we and are, say, what do you mean by so far? I'm going to knock on your door, John Z, and I'm going to say, hey, remember me? Yeah. And they're going to go, that kind of rhymes. And I go, clearly. Uh, All right. <laughs> so people... <laughs> yeah. People management. People management. Okay. I have a I have a problem, which is that I I you know, some people just like to watch the world burn. And I kind of a little bit do where I go like if I'm in charge of a bunch of people, I have such a weird interest in just going like, Oh, I wonder what would happen if, for instance, like I go like, I'm gonna just glue Doug's door shut. <laughs> and let's just see what happens, you know. Oh my! And so, God. like, I have such a want to annoy people. I think it's because I'm I'm the youngest brother. That's not annoy people, Mike. You you've just no 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 no. He's not in the office. I glue it shut after hours so that then the next day he can't get into his office. And his kids are in there and they can't get out. No one's in there. No, you're making that happen. I'm telling you, I made sure it was empty. I went oh, through right. every one of his folders. I looked in his trash bin. <laughs> I touched every Jesus item in there. Christ, I rearranged it's an invasion it all. Of privacy. Okay, well, you know what? You're just gonna be mad about no everything I say. Then I guess. I guess. I'm mad at know everything you say. <laughs> All right. I, yeah, I, I was going to say you're going to be mad no matter what I say. Regardless, I like a little bit of that chaos stuff, and it's why I cannot be in control of people. I, I don't think that's true. I think that's a, a another avenue of people management. Mm. I think maybe people, I just got to climb higher. I, that, that's what that is because mm. I feel like that's actually. Uh, you know, venture capitalist thinking. That's yeah. that's like captain of industry kind of shit where you are so in charge, the only way that you keep control because you're so paranoid is that you do these soci- uh, uh, uh-huh. sociopathic kind of tendencies within the office environment. So that to me makes sense. And like, you think that you're so low on the totem pole, I'm like, my guy, that, well, there's the only way that you can change that is if you go all the way to the top. Yeah. That, that's where you live. Yeah. So then I'm either a vagrant uh, in the sewers sipping vodka or I'm CEO. I think it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely you know two sides of the same archetype. I mean, I feel like like when you look at like billionaire fashion, yeah, and you see how much they pay for clothing, you're like that shirt costs a hundred dollars. That's a, that's an expensive shirt for them, pennies. Yeah, right. And, and as the vagrant in the sewers, I'm CEO of the rats, and yeah, I yeah. say that every single morning as I climb my long ladder down to the to the. To the base, but you're, you think we call us rats? Yeah. That's it. You're thinking you think the humans are yeah, rats? Yeah. That, no, my brain's all fucked up. <laughs> yeah, that's what money does, yeah. man. This is what I would do about people management, and I imagine 
Seb, they, in Australia, they have... They, they have people there. They, yeah, but yeah, businesses, yeah, yeah. they have offices. I'm not sure. I, I know, know they have big spiders. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So maybe so they maybe all... something on they the work backs inside, of the big spiders. Or inside the or bellies. Or inside the spiders, I don't know. yeah. So let's just assume on the backs. That as far... I, I actually did research this. I know that they have the big mechanical spiders from Wild Wild West are kind of roaming all around mm-hmm. Australia. Yeah. And I so I... I think I'd read something that like Sydney, Australia is like on the back of one of those. I don't know. And so I think a lot of the the cities there are kind of all on the back of these giant robotic spiders. I yeah. think I I, yeah. I definitely read that somewhere. So you can Wikipedia to to say that I'm wrong. But when it comes to figuring out if there's like a Wikipedia for Sydney, I could buildings. look it up right now. But I'm not going to do two <laughs> oh, two lookups in the same episode. Oh great, because I'm probably I read right. that I read that on my own time. Oh great, I know that there are awesome. big roaming awesome. mechanical spiders. You know, in Australia. I read it too. I read it too. Great. So who cares? So this is what I would do about people management. Uh, and I, I don't say I'll, I'll use Australia as the as the base, but assuming I'm, there are people there and assuming, assuming that there are businesses, I'm, I'm assuming that Chris Hemsworth is an actual person, right? Yes, he's yes. not just a Disney automaton. He's not Simone. All right. So Al Pacino movie from 2002 or so where they made up an actress. <clears throat> so this is what I do about people management. Okay, you're probably working in a in an office uh, situation. A lot mm-hmm. of people do. I get it right now. And and you want to understand how do I even just manage the people? I'm not even like within a position of power. I'm not even a manager. I just want to be able to like navigate life in this way. You got to talk to people as if you were talking to people that you didn't know. Everyone you have to assume you never met. So every time you go into the office, give yourself that opportunity to meet them again for the first time. Get that initial handshake. Get that first impression again. Right. Give somebody the opportunity opportunity to do the right thing. So I'm going to meet somebody. I'm going to say hi. Like, for instance, Mike, how you doing? Hi, I'm doing. <laughs> Great. The next day. Hey, how you doing? What's your name? Mike. How you doing? Joey, pleasure to meet you. Hi, we met yesterday. Oh, interesting. Third day. Hey, how you doing? What's your name? Mike. Hi, I'm Joey. Glad to meet you. Wow, you really don't remember me. We talked for the last two days. I'm just trying to give you <laughs> the opportunity to be your best oh, self. so you do remember me? Yeah. I, how, what's your name? My, tell me. <laughs> I'm Joey. What's your name? Do you remember my name? What? This is a new day. What is your name? It's the same as it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we can see now just by modeling it out that it doesn't work. Doesn't work, Seb. You got to come up with something else because so far the two options you've given us yeah. didn't work out. But yeah, this yeah. is what I love about it yeah. because managing people is always going to be challenging. Yeah. It's not going to make sense. It's not going to be easy. I would actually like to give a little addendum to yours, uh, which is that... I think that you should actually claim to have the 51st dates like head injury type thing that's where like medical, you can't remember yeah, yeah 51st dates head injury type thing <laughs> oh it's type 1 uh where basically you you say that you actually are only able to remember one day oh. and so but it's not true you're just lying and claiming a handicap oh. But you you actually do remember all of it, but then you get to see how they treat you when they think you don't remember the previous days. Undercover boss. Exactly. I but love it's, that. it's like with a brain injury. Well, there you go, Seb. I hope that helps. Yeah. And let us know if you're able to use that. Home for the holidays. Yeah. It starts to change. I'll yeah. tell you what, you know? As you get older? Or? Yeah. Remember when you were in college and you're like, oh, uh, I'm going back home? But you were going back to like, uh, what you were yes exactly go like ah my room i i used to sleep here until a year ago and you get to you get to be like yeah but i don't really live here i live in a dorm now yeah yeah, yeah that's where my real life is <laughs> i jerk off on the top bunk <laughs> but it was not it was great to see your friends and like catch up that was so fun yeah i feel like now uh, there's like it's, four people i talked i don't see anyone when i <laughs> I'm go back i'm scared home. to let people I know see my wife's family and i don't tell any of my friends and quotes the from less back people in the day know, I don't the see better <laughs> yeah, i just yeah. want to be home yeah the fewer people yeah the less no no fewer of what well when it's quantity it's it's fewer jesus yeah it's all fine but there is like i like going home obviously i mean obviously you want to be with family you want but we all experience this and i think it's been like uh fairly expressed within like pop culture that like the 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 reverting back to yourself that age that feeling that yeah. psychological like uh, uh spot in your in your in your memory where you're like oh i i was 18 again or i'm 15 yeah. whatever the fuck it was cuz you're living in your parents home and this is what's crazy about getting older. You realize, like, oh, these habits just don't change. So, like, however they were treating you when you were a kid, they just sort of oh, like, yeah, yeah. treat you the same way. Granted, you're you're an adult, but it's still now this this other thing where it's like, well, I'm a I'm a guest in their home. Yeah, and and well, it's also you don't want to be the sort of petulant version of yourself that you used to be when your right. parents would annoy you. So you also you're actually ending up more polite. Uh, I think I've told you this before, but. 
the last time I was home, what I now do when I return to my childhood home or whatever, I I just do like house labor and maintenance. Oh wow! And because I go like it, it's like I get karma points from my mom and like my cousins or whoever else is there. Uh, and I don't have to hang out and interact and do like the normal small talk, talk stuff. Talk to people, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Instead, I go like, actually, mom, I'm going to pull down these vines that are growing up the side of the house, and I'm going to go climb onto the roof, and I'm going to work on some of the stuff I see up there as well. Highly recommend doing that's this. That's intense. It's a life hack I have. I mean, that, I, I really love great. to do it. I go like, oh, I got to replace this door handle, and so then I'm going to do that the entire Christmas You party. know, that's legit, and that's like, uh, you're you're helping the old And you're helping. Come yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? That's That's it. I don't. I I can't do that. I can't do that because my mom sees something. She's like, "We're gonna get a fix right now." We're yeah, and you're not handy. Not at all. Yeah, but if I was, yeah. I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I have a one really great memory of Joey, which was one time. Uh, he it was me, him, and our friend Paul, and we were Paul and I were building a very complicated to put together chair. And Joey's just, just the, sitting uh, there watching. What's it called? The a, well, I got a knockoff Ames chair. <laughs> a real Ames chair costs like six thousand yeah. dollars. I got a knockoff for like two hundred bucks. That's a great deal. Yeah, it's amazing. It looks the same, it, but it, it is bad. And when you're putting it together, you can tell it's a knockoff. <laughs> and so, anyway, so I'm like really struggling to put this thing together. I am sweating. My buddy Paul is sweating, and uh-huh. we're really am assembling I this thing. No, because you're just sitting there watching us do it. <laughs> am I sitting on the chair? No, you're sitting on my bed watching us do it. I then was he tired. gets a phone call from his girlfriend. And he goes, no, yeah, I'm just uh, putting together a chair right now with Mike and Paul. As he's laying in my bed, and he has not he has not lifted a finger the entire time. Bullshit! I picked up my phone. <laughs> yeah, so he lifted four fingers. But it was always a very it's a really insightful moment for me with Joey, where I was like, not only is he claiming he's doing it, he's claiming it out wow. loud in front of us who are here doing it. But but that's insane. I'm obviously helping. Yeah, but, not in any way. But by not getting in the way. Mm. If I was again, no, because you were being very annoying. Actually, I recall. <laughs> well, I remember feeling relieved when a call was coming in because I was like, "Well, at least now he won't be talking to us." Well, I was going to say you weren't talking to me; you were talking about the chair, or whatever the hell it was. And then when <laughs> yeah. you weren't talking about the chair, because well, was... we were really trying to put it together. Yeah, but then like you can hang out. I yeah. just don't get it. Yeah, but this is what I mean by upper management. Yeah, no, totally, hundred yeah. percent. I you're, totally you're agree. there to manage. No, no, yeah. a thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. And also like cause more problems and like mm-hmm. delay, delay, delay. Yeah, but I, I really think there's got to be a better way for our generation. To deal with like going home, yeah, we, we've, we've leaps and bounds in yeah. dealing with ourselves. Just even talking about mental health, like like the outreach for that. I, I mean, the amount of athletes that are comfortable now to speak about it, yeah, that it's great. like it's amazing. Yeah, and it's a slow roll to get to this place, and we still got a lot of work to do. Yeah, but it's funny to me of there's still not a lot of conversation of uh, of of like a positive interpersonal. Uh, dialogue between family, right? Where it's like, yeah. hey, let's this this like it's always going to be a fight. Like, bring this. Yeah, up. it is really hard. It's super or, or, hard. Or like before I go home, especially back in the day. Well, the really holidays are hard now. too, right? Because yeah. they're stressed about the presents too. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. True. Yeah, but like it, it used to be when I was about to go home, I would make a real effort mentally to go like, just don't get annoyed. Don't get annoyed with yeah, mom. Yeah, yeah. Don't get annoyed with dad. Whatever. And then the second I get home, I'm going like, shut up! You're so <laughs> annoying. You know. And now I don't get like that. But now what I try and do is I go, okay, try to have sustained, interesting, and like actually involved conversations with your cousins, your mom, all this sort of stuff. But I I discover every time I go home, I'm like, there are so many barriers between like actually having a a good or meaningful or interesting conversation and just having like a surface small talk conversation. Well, we talked about that, like one of your cousins or whatever didn't get that, the book yeah, and yeah, all that yeah, shit. Yeah, like, yeah. so like, that's a different thing. That's like, a, what the fuck? Yeah. But there, I think. No, but is- it's even like, I, I, cause I, I, I always used to feel like my, one of my uncles really hated me. And then when I got older, I was like, oh no, he's just, he's just this one sort of way or whatever. Right. And so then I was like, you know what? I'm going to always show a great interest in, in him and all the stuff in his life. But then it's so that's always my plan is I'm going to ask him about his job and all of that sort of stuff. And he is so unwilling to talk. But I'll go like, so wait, what is it exactly you do? It sounds really interesting. And then he'll just go like, oh, yeah, oh, that's nice. oh, it's interesting that you think it's interesting. <laughs> so then are, are your mom said that you're doing a, a show this year. And it's a, so it's an is it a comedy show, you know, and I just go like, so we're never going to I asked you a question. I want to shake him and go. I asked you a question. Tell me what you do. Why don't, why don't you do that? Yeah, I don't understand why you do. I feel like there is like a, a uh, an appropriate moment to kind of be insane in conversation, and I, I think it, yeah. it it has to be manicured through family. Uh-huh. We're like, listen, I, I again, I I have I'm stuck to you. 
Yeah. This is not a choice that yeah. I have in my life. Yeah. Okay. And I want to navigate, I want to make this as pleasant for all of us. Right? Yeah. And right now. I think my opening line is look. Listen. None of us has to be born. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, like, you got to shake. But I feel like with your uncle, that's a great place to be like, look, man, we're both adults. Yeah. Right? I get it. It does not. Yes. You you're right. Because it does not feel like that is that he agrees. Yeah, totally. It's adults. like, look, and it's like, I get it, man. It's your job. You don't think it's interesting. And the the patronizing comment of it's interesting. You think I like Yes, like, oh, like, yeah, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. It's yeah. like you're right, dude. I don't think it's interesting. I'm yeah. just trying to fucking talk to you. No, but the thing is, and, and, you, and you know this, I think things that are boring are interesting. I know. I know. And so I go like I actually am the right person to tell but t- t- tell me about your boring but job. It's, it's a he he might not think it's interesting. Yeah, but it's like it, he, it, he does it, something in like microbiology. I'm like, that's that could be interesting. Yeah, but he probably hates it. He probably wants yeah. to he, he probably wants to dance, you know? Well, I think he's retired now, so I so now, now I'll never know. It, here's what the problem is: is that when when you become friends with people or you you know marry into a family as an adult, they are more able to receive you as you are. Yeah, but when you get married as a child, <laughs> no. But then, like your whole family, who's known you since you were a child, they're still receiving right, you right. and yeah, seeing you through point. the lens yeah, of your childhood or yes, whatever. Yes, yes. And so they but like in these weird that. ways like won't allow you to do these things where, where like I my mom always says I'm so mean like she always is like oh you're such a, such a mean person or whatever because <laughs> I'll just say something about oh well that's really boring or, or about something like I'm very nice to my mom actually but I'll go like <laughs> I go like mom no one else thinks of me like that like I it's like that's how you're seeing me because you're comparing me to when I was like five and I was like everything everything I say is so sweet and cute you know it's like it's kind of the same thing where it's like you're holding me to this other idea and then looking at that as a comparison and looking at the change over time or something. Mm-hmm. Whereas other people, it's like they received you post the change or whatever, like who you are. Right. You know, I don't know. It's it, it, The holidays are very stressful to me for that reason where I go like, oh, God, someone's going to say like, hey, remember how you really wanted to get that Sega or whatever the thing is? I'm like, I, yeah, dude, I was a, t- a two-year-old when that this happened. This is the muted conversation where it's like yeah. there's nothing. Be- this is what I would do about Home for the Holidays. So everyone is dealing with this stress about going home for the holidays and going to your own family, right? It's like, or your significant others or good friends, family, you're still going to be like within the bands of it and then brought into the maelstrom <laughs> eventually. Mm-hmm. So- Fuck it. Every year, you're going to get a, a, a sent a, a number through a lottery system within the U.S., right? And maybe we can expand it to the world, but let's just start with America. Yeah, we got to start locally. Come on. All right? Think local. You are going to be sent to a random family's home to celebrate the holiday with, all right? <laughs> you're still going to be able to interact with your family. You're still going to be able to call them all that shit and send them well wish, all that crap, whatever. But- for the holidays, for this like for the specific like like Christmas, Thanksgiving meal, like these like you know whatever days, then you're just you're sent to another family. You got to deal with them, and this way you're gonna be forced to like really come into yourself because you're gonna have to be consistent in all these different interactions just to survive it all. I love this, and you're just gonna have to like look, man. I'm I'm going to this other family. I'm gonna be me. They're gonna be them. Yeah. So in no way do they give a shit. They're just like, look, I'm just meeting you. Let's just see. That's how it should be. It's a thousand percent. No, how it I love be. this. And and outside of those like <clears throat> arbitrary dates, and like, you and everyone has to agree to not kill uh, anyone. Oh, who that's is added a, that's to for thing. sure. Because you got to be sure no, no, no one's no, going to no. kill you. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. I mean, I, that yeah. should have been. Said. That's just one key thing. To be fair, I normally they might, and it's a violent time. Yes, no, I'm normally time. a stickler for the rules. Yeah. Over obsession. Just one rule: you're not allowed to kill me. Yeah, yeah. No, anyone, not just you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just make that universal. Just you. It would also just be me if anything. Yeah, but. Uh, there. So you know, no, no psychos, right? It's yeah. all just no. You can be a psycho, but we have to agree not like that you a can't psycho kill. killer. That's what I'm saying. Right, right. You can be, you can be funky and psych, yeah. like weird. No, I'm know? saying you can be a psycho killer, but you're no, not going to kill be a psycho. on that no, day. You're my, not going to kill on that day. If you're a psycho you killer, you're kill not going to. If you're a psycho killer, you're not going to have. You're, I'm not breaking bread with you. Okay. Because you're right. psycho killing outside of this. I yeah, don't want on, you on, on other days. Yeah. I don't want you here, yeah. bud. All right, no, that's uh-uh. fair. That's fair. Okay? That's fair. So you got all those people coming together randomly, just like vibing, right? And you're like, but wait a second. Everyone leaves and goes to another family? Well, then how the hell do you actually go to a family if everyone's splitting up and, and going somewhere else? Yeah. Exactly. It's a mathematical so paradox. every time you go into a home, you don't know if they're related or not. Uh-huh. You just got to break bread and you got to celebrate the holidays with random people in this goddamn country. No, I, in this godforsaken I, fucking country and you're going to have uh, to accept them and love them yeah. and you're going to have to be the best version of you. No, I really agree with this and it's an award winner for me for sure. It's really really strong. And and mine is going to seem kind of mundane in comparison. Okay. I was just going to say when you go home, uh you should you should just do a different accent. Try that out. 
You know, don't yeah. no, let, don't let anyone even address it yeah. or try not to. You personally should never address it. But like you go home and you're like, I just have a British accent now and you refuse to address it. I think Seb would like this. Actually, I at a party did that with an Australian accent the whole night. Yeah. Did not break. And I actually got better as the night went on. Cause you yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did it with an Australian accent once at a party as well, actually. And, it's and, and you do get better. You but, you get better. but you got to get more confident. You do. But that's what yeah. it is. Like, cause you're like. I am I just drinking around it is getting all fucking yeah. whatever. Yeah. And people are first like this is fake and then eventually they're like, I don't know. Cause they yeah. don't know. Cause no, yeah, but it's like it's it's once you open yourself up, you know what I mean? Once you go like, My sister, uh, she uh, actually took her life uh, oh just what? a few years back. What did you say? She took her life <laughs> just a few years back. What was that? And uh, she ended up taking her life a few years back. What's a life? <laughs> But yeah, no, yeah, it's you got to get vulnerable with the accent. That's that's when you'll really be able to trick them. But that's what I would do for the holidays. Just go back with a new accent. Love it. No explanation. Okay, now this is an exciting one because it's yeah. not something I'd heard anything about. Joey tells me about it, and and I'm just over and over repeating, I love it. I love it. Now I love it. Now, now remember when I mentioned America? Yeah. Well, I'm going to mention a state in America mm-hmm. called Texas. And I'm also going to take Texas as the name, remove that from the state, just as the idea, and slap that on. Let's just get right to it. Let's just, because I know what you're going to say, and I'm confused. <laughs> I'm talking about the USS Texas. Yeah. It's a uh, warship first commissioned in uh, for World War One, and then actually was used uh, on D-Day. And it was part of like in a, World War Two. In World War Two, baby. So it spanned two wars. Uh huh. So two of the a lot of people's favorite wars. I mean, I, I, it's insane <laughs> to actually have that as a as a reality. Yeah. I remember as a kid like, taking history class, and at the end, this is what's nuts. At the end of my history book was World War Two. At the end of my textbook well, actually, was, yeah. well, why the fuck was that at the end? Yeah. That's insane. It's insane. Well, no, it's because it starts with like the Puritans killing the Native Americans. Oh, no, I get it. But I'm saying like so this is the, like this is like seventh grade and it ends with World War II. Yeah, wait. So what's your gripe? You're like, what about the Gulf War? What about Vietnam? Yeah. What about all this shit that happened after? Like, what yeah. about? Well, it's harder to make the narrative that we're so awesome. No, I get why those. they did it. They got to end it on a good note. They're they like, got a note from like, the editor. Like, like and ended on on, uh, on a hit. Always got to end it on a high. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, but that that was just so funny because I remember actually being like, man, I love I loved World War Two. Yeah, like we kicked ass, we beat the fucking Nazis. And it was just like legit. And then you see that like uh, uh, that insane like nipple pinching propaganda on the History Channel, where it's all the same shit. Where it's just like, oh World yeah, War II. oh yeah, History Channel, especially when we were kids, like really loved World oh, War Two. Oh like and like uh, secret Nazi weapons. You're like mm-hmm. what the fuck? Um, so I never had that. Ever, I was a very emotional little boy, and I and I was really scared of a lot of like things that you know I thought were going to happen. Like I was really scared of being drafted. That's a legitimate fear. I was really scared of being homeless. Legitimate. Like, those fear. like my two main fears when I was a little kid. Well, my man, if you're homeless, you're being drafted. <laughs> yeah, no shit. But I, I mean, like, so then I would think about war, and I would, I would just, as I think is right, I would just associate it with like that's really scary and horrible. We yes. should never do wars no, or whatever. Terrifying. And so I, I never had a favorite, and I never enjoyed reading. I mean, I, as I've always said, I, I'm, I'm very bad at history. I don't well, know the, anything. Like the, it's so weird because you can like, um, look back on like ancient battles, like whatever Alexander or the Great was doing all this shit, and like, wow, oh my gosh, and like you, you it never is brought into because always romanticized and always talking about like what happens. Never talking about like the like the like really, really br- brutal tactics of war. Yeah. What happened to the prisoners? Like it's just yeah. disgusting. So anyway, yeah. the USS Texas. The USS Texas is uh, a warship, right? That was deployed for D Day and you had like, I don't know, like sixteen thousand ships or some crazy number like that just all going in there, dropping boys off, like you know what I mean? Like And I'm picturing the USS Texas as kind of having like like the uh, personality that you might give to like one of the Transformers. Oh yeah, where well, like you... it's back, it's coming back in. You know, it's like it did the first war, it yes. did a great job, everyone loved it. Yeah, and now it's back for a little more, and it's like I thought I was retired. Well, one of the things, <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. And then it's going on and say, like, I'm gonna blow these fucking Germans out of here. <laughs> yeah. So he, it's yeah. named Texas, but it has a kind of like Brooklyn accent or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm really down with this. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. America. Right yeah, there. I was gonna say the strongest of the American identities in the 1940s was Brooklyn. Brooklyn, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. where like, all our soldiers came from. Some yeah. people from Ohio, yeah. somewhere, but all of them really Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Okay, yeah. They're, that, that, I love the idea too of like naming these ships. 
Uh, that's fun. Also, a Virginia class, like submarine is like a nuclear sub. It's like, a, I think that's just cool. It's like yeah, Virginia yeah. Class. You're losing me. Right, whatever. Losing me. So anyway, <laughs> the cool thing about the USS uh, Texas was during D-Day, the, we didn't have like the the right artillery to like fight against the, the Germans that were just like on the beachhead. What the USS Texas did, which I think is the craziest fucking thing yeah. I've ever heard of, right? And I'm, I guess maybe it's not uncommon, but I'd never heard of this outside of this moment, which was to... Uh, offer uh, a uh, artillery to protect the uh, the deployment of the American troops. They flooded their back bay so they could raise the ship 15 degrees so their cannons weren't going to be able to hit the beachhead where the Germans were. Yeah. They purposely flooded the ship. to. They knew it's like, if we flooded this much, we could raise it 15 degrees. Yeah. Like our shells and because that whole time they're trying to hit that higher point. Yeah, and they're like, like we damn, just can't get it up there. We're 15 degrees off. What do we do? Yeah. And quick math. Yeah, exactly. Everyday math came yeah. into play. That was the last episode. I know, but Stop it's Stop still... referring to stuff from other episodes. <sighs> it's just like one of those things like, oh my God, that's so fucking cool that they were like, oh, like they're yeah. like, oh, Okay, let's just do this. Yeah, and yeah, also yeah. just like that everyone was like... someone That's some made, Captain Kirk shit. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. Or, but the, whoever made that order and everyone goes, yeah, let's do that. Because yeah. no one... there wasn't, there wasn't. Yeah, no, well, you know that there was like one like math guy on the ship who's like, God damn it, that just might work. <laughs> and he, <laughs> know, he like British? loves it. Because <laughs> they fought with us. Yeah, but he's got to be from Brooklyn. He's on the Texas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he's a math guy. Americans don't do math. Wow. That's yeah, true. sorry yeah. to say. Damn, that's right. Yeah. That's from the last episode. But I didn't make it about the last episode. You you <laughs> you make it about the last thing and then and it's like it's like you're letting the it's it's just I don't like it. It's a bad energy the way you do it. I just don't like it. This is what I would do about the USS Texas, right? Yeah. So you're thinking like what do you, what else are you going to change? Everything about this like was yeah. effective. They did exactly what they what they needed to. I'm like, of course. Yeah. But I'm going to put myself on the Texas. Mm. I'm going to put myself on the cannon and actually have a little rope when one of those cannons, uh, one of the missiles gets shot, right? I can lasso it mm. and shoot myself onto the beach. Mario style. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So when I land, I can start doing some damage to the Nazis myself. Wow. You know so in some way, it's almost like stolen valor. Like you're saying <laughs> that like the world, that they needed you there and then you you would make it so that D-Day wasn't as bad as it was. I'm just saying. Yeah, if you were there. If I was then none there. none of that would have gone down. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's basically stolen valor. It's not though, because I'm doing I actually doing think it. it's worse. It's not because I'm it's there. It's worse than stolen valor. It, but I'm there. If well, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go back then actually to my Transformers thing and say our gift to the USS Texas for what it's done is that we actually do turn it into a Transformer. Why so, didn't we do that for the war? Couldn't figure it out then. Then the confidence the of winning the war, there. then we're like, you know what? We got yeah. a little more time on our hands. Why don't we yeah. turn this thing into a Transformer? Turn it into a Transformer. Yeah. Give it a life. Give it a family. Give it oh a soul. God. Oh, my God. You can maybe make it believe it's an alien that, like, came to Earth and all that sort of stuff yeah, and, so and give it a whole back lore or whatever. It, yeah. But really, you let it retire somewhere and just have a nice life. Damn. You know? That's, so, you, so we give it sentience. Yeah, we give it sentience. We convince it that it has a soul. It yeah. probably does not. I mean, I don't want to get yeah, into yeah. the whole So we burden it, it with the thing that we want to be removed of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's but cool. then but then we go and now you we give you life and now you're retired. Okay. So you do with this life whatever you want to do. You you helped us win. You helped All us kill those yeah. Nazis. Yeah. So thank you so much for your service. I get that mine was bad, but that's bad too. Well, my, mine is honoring the thing that actually no, it's earned not. the valor. It's not. You <laughs> stole valor and said that you would basically Mario your way onto the beaches of Normandy and like win it. Win it for us so that there are fewer victims. You you yours is Yours is pretty bad. It's it's <laughs> devastating to to a lot of people. I, I imagine there are a lot of veterans who, if they heard that, would go unbelievable. What a sick piece of shit. So this one's kind of comedic, and it feels like it's like kind of from like a little National Enquirer kind of story. But these things do actually occur, and I do think it's actually very weird. And I know nothing about it, and I've done very little research on it. Other Luckily, than... I got all the answers. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you will. <laughs> but like I, uh, this great writer, uh, Oliver Sacks, has written some stuff that's kind of about this. But it, So it's basically, it's about a person who's in a coma who wakes up with a new quirk. Like, you go into a coma, you're just a, ra- a random guy named Brad who does not speak. Rad Brad. You're Rad Brad who got hit in the head real bad. And you you did not speak Mandarin when you went into the coma. But when you come out, now you do. Well, are, is Brad at a Mandarin hospital? No, he's like, he's right in the center of Utah. Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Or like you go you go into a coma and you don't have an Australian accent, you come out and you got one. I think the speaking Mandarin is more impressive than the accent. Yeah, but it, but if you come out and you really believe it's your real accent, that is it's weird. That's a quirk. Yeah, but being able to speak another language yeah. fluently and like waking up speaking that, like you know, like someone's talking and you're like, uh, they're like, well, what are the first check? Is it gibberish? Oh my god, no, this is another language. Mm-hmm. And then as as you're slowly understanding, you're like, okay, wait, this is. Um, Okay, well, this is Mandarin. All right, shit, let's bring in someone who speaks Mandarin. Like, yeah. Like, they do, and they're like, yeah, this is Mandarin. Yeah. That's insane. Like, that is insane. Like, well, where did you learn this? And like, just bringing in friends and family, they're like, this wasn't like a hobby of theirs. They didn't do this like Duolingo, none of that shit. Yeah. No one in this room, there was no, the, the TV that was playing was always ESPN. There was like nothing that, yeah. that was in here that could infuse this, even in the slightest. Yeah. What the fuck? The human brain's amazing. I, I really believe that there are, the the powers that are, like are inside of us that we don't even realize yeah. are available We're, limitless baby listen we need dude. that pill we oh, need that God, limitless dude, pill Bradley baby. Cooper save we me we need it but actually here's a way to just because I am living in fear of having uh, the rubbing alcohol incident ever occur again uh, where we have it so you bring it up <clears throat> I'm allowed to bring it up I can too yeah but you you're more burdened by your baggage forgive than I am. me Seb <laughs> <laughs> but so so actually let me just put it to you like this here's a question. If you went into a coma, let's say you're in it for like five or six years, mm-hmm. what do you wake up with? If you could have any any power that you wake up with from your coma. If I could wake up any power from my coma. Yeah, because I would like to wake up extremely muscular. Whoa. Didn't have to do any yeah. work because working out is so boring. And I will say too, like, don't you like atrophy your like muscles and stuff? Yeah. Like you get like weaker over time. Yeah. Which, this is what I would do. So if I if I was able to have any sing- I mean, because I, I can do anything. Well, I, I mean, within reason. You're not waking up and you know you can levitate or something. Uh, well, you don't know that. <laughs> That's right. Well, I'm I'm who's setting it, so I, I guess I do know that. So I can do. You any- can't have a magical power. Isn't learning like speaking language magic? No. Even isn't waking <laughs> no, up no. super muscular magic? No. It's, they say it's something to do with my um, my metabolism. Something weird happened with my metabolism. That's when I got super. Oh, cool. great. Okay, yeah. great. So yeah. that's the world we're playing in. Then. Yes. Great. Okay. Yes. So if I could wake up with anything that was stupid and within boring reason, and dumb, within reason, stupid, boring, and dumb, within I reason, yes, I would wake up and matrix it and just like no kung fu. Yeah, that's a great. I'd like one. no martial arts. That was my no, other one. I'd like I'd know how to dismantle a bomb. I'd pretty much be John Wick meets MacGyver. That's what I would be. I'd yeah. be a, a like I know MacGyver's nonviolent. I would be, but I'd also know how to like you know make a, a bomb out of a. a you're J- you're you're Jason Bourne. Worse than that. Better than that. Worse. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Okay, so this one actually, um, it's almost an emotional one, I would say, because uh-huh. this word still triggers me to this day, uh, and it, it definitely brings me right back to middle school, um, but it's calling that size of pants husky, Yeah, because I was a husky boy. I wore exclusively husky pants to school, and I remember when I sort of transitioned into huskies, mm-hmm. and it was, it was my rock bottom. It was my yeah. personal rock bottom as a kid. I never had Huskies. You never did? No. I did. Damn, I'm jealous. I gained a lot of weight in college. Uh, yeah, but that's past Husky age. Yeah. So that's just like- They're not doing Husky for adults. Yeah, I'm just like, that's just a 38. Yes, exactly. Just give me dehumanizing numbers. Yeah, just give me- That's all like, I want. Don't give me a fine, word. Dude. Yeah. I'm Don't like, give me the word Husky. Let's go, dude. You know what I mean? So that I, I like that. I like where, uh, the numbers to me actually are great because it's like not personal. Yes. It's just something like- Yeah, you're just a number. Yeah. The, we, this can fluctuate in any way. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. And also, that number is arbitrary because it doesn't- Like, your waist size or like, you know, how big you are, it doesn't mean anything other than just like, well, that's just how big you are. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you can look at like a- Yeah, dense bones. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, you can look at like fashion, like see who's like wearing all the stuff. You go to H&M and they're like, well, our largest are actually like, you know, children small. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. So that's like crazy shit. But they're like the human body. That's what's amazing. It can have many shapes and be very healthy. Mm-hmm. So that's what's cool. But the husky is just like you said, degrading. Yeah, it's it's really bad. Even hearing you say it, I, I feel embarrassed because you have to you have to stop and go. I have to take a breath in to go husky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it does. It just like 
it it just feels yeah. mean. It yeah. feels mean. Like it, I actually remember I had a pair of husky pants and I and I you know I went to Catholic grade school so I wore like a uniform. So I have basically two pairs of pants that are both huskies and I remember cutting the the label off of my pants because I was like embarrassed just because I would see it and I was like mm. oh man that's sad. Yeah, it's sad. But we could see it. So we know. No, you see the bod, you know. Yeah. You take yeah. one look at me as a kid, you go, that's a husky. Yeah, it's a husky. Boy. Yeah, and you go, and it is like there is something I mean, it's it's like fucked up because double edged sword. It's like kind for the time. Yes, yes, but, exactly. But it's also like it's still like toxic forever because you're like it's still you were still not dealing with it in a way that was appropriate of 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 just universe like having a community language about this. Yeah. Right? Of like, hey, it's not right. Let's like talk to you know whatever. Yeah. So this was like we'll just say husk. Well, I also because then I I just like had a flash of like being in an old navy with my mom and her going like. Do you have this in Husky? Oh, <laughs> you know, no. me going like, oh, God. of course, Old God. Navy had a Husky section. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And wasn't their mascot like a Husky, like a dog or something? Or uh, no, I'm not uh, familiar. I know uh, they had a, a orangutan that ripped a woman's face <laughs> off, but I, I Old don't, Navy? Yeah, uh, I don't know about yeah. that. But uh, well, they had like, there was like a, a chimp or something that was like in some of their commercials, and then it like like killed its trainer or something. Something really wow. fucked up happened. Dude, well, that's Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. Hollywood baby. Yeah, that's nuts, dude. Mm. This, this, this is what I would do about. Yeah. About husky clothes. Yeah. Uh, I would say husky is now a medium. Mm. I'm going to change the game, baby. Husky's a medium. And you know what's a large? A large is a uh, is home fries. Mm. Oh, can I get a home fries over there? And if you want if you want an XL, you know what that is? Mm-hmm. That's sprinkles and gravy. Yeah. So we definitely, bo- I would say we both agree that the name just has to be changed. It has to be changed. Yeah. It's just, you got to like, it, it's, it's so crazy because uh, hearing like- what Do you women- think it's still used? Oh, for sure. Yeah, you think Husky the, is still a size? Is the Midwest kids? still around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's I just still would wonder if they, they would change that at some point. I guess there's no call to change it. Uh, none whatsoever. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, all of us Husky victims, we, we've moved on. And, and we hear it now, and we go like, uh... We've pushed the we, Husky we, we towards the center of the country. Just yeah. like, just smashing <laughs> it in there. Yeah. It's not. I, I just don't like hearing like a dress size numbers. Yeah, like a one or like a zero. Yes, yeah. The fact yeah. that a zero is like, oh, you want to be a zero? I'm like, no, you don't. Yeah. What? That, that sounds like bad. That sounds like, unhealthy. That sounds not good. But but even then, like this, like a, a one in one company is different than a one in another. You're like, okay, this is so. There's no rules. Mm-hmm. There's there's no laws on what the fuck this means. The only laws that exist are literal numbered waist and length sizes for like pants. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, that's this is a thirty four waist. It's a 30 length on the on the inseam, wherever the fuck it is, right? It's like, that's great. That's going to be a universal. Yeah. Maybe some slight modifications, but all in large, like, that's it. Mm-hmm. I, it's just like, just keep everything numbers. Yeah. Just keep it numbers. The names yeah. are weird. Your, your names all made it all more confusing, and so I'm <laughs> I'm not going to go with that, but, I, so, but I would also offer a name change thing, but I think that for Husky, you instead, you would just make it perfect size. Oh, and so you just you go you go the opposite direction, yeah, and you you almost encourage kids to be a little overweight. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also cute. Yeah, it's cute, and it you'll is, grow out is. of it, and maybe you know you'll just get taller or something. Yeah, I don't know. Some I don't know. shit. I don't, I don't know. know. It's hard. It's hard to be a kid. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to have. A no, body. it is. It is. It is. Yeah, it's yeah. all hard. Yeah. Well, great. I have bad news for you. Why must I be tortured again by all this? It might be a strange idea, but it's mine. So here we go. Ooh, here we go, guys. I'm really excited about this. We got some conditionals. And we're going to go ahead and start it off with a bang. Okay, so you're Joey. You're given an amazing gift. I know who I am. You're Joey. You're given an amazing gift. I know who I am. You have the ability to give anyone whatever they want, any dream that they want. Someone says, like, I want to be six inches taller. Okay. You're able to give them that. But the only way that you can give people the gifts that they want, and I think maybe it's only one per person, but we can negotiate. Sure. It, it, so you go, you, uh, let's say your girlfriend goes, I want to be two inches taller than I currently am. Okay. You, you're able to give her that gift. Can but I it, say that but like, in, you're beautiful as you are? You can. But they go, but gee, well, I really want those two inches. It, you're able to give them that, but only if you punch them as hard as you can. <laughs> okay? So any one of us goes like, hey, Joe, I, I really want this thing or whatever. You, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can give it to me, but you have to punch me, and, and you cannot Pull it back in any way. No, and I'm working Because if out you too. don't punch as hard as you can, to, we don't get it. To de-stress from this, I actually get stronger and stronger. Like, of I course. have to go to the gym well, and also, sweat this out. If anyone's there watching and they're going to critique your form, your punching form. And I'm going to knock them the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, give them their wish. You demand they wish for something so you can <laughs> knock them the fuck out. But so, 
So yeah, so how do you use this gift? I mean, because the idea of you punching your girlfriend makes me sick. <laughs> but if she wants those inches, I, I don't know if I can do it. Honestly, yeah. I don't know if I can. Heavy hangs the burden, you know. Yeah, seriously, heavy is the head that hangs the crown. <laughs> yeah, heavy is the head that hangs the burden. <laughs> so, I feel like I'm like you know what I I. I it's too much for me. Yeah. Because even with like outside of that moment. So you just, you, you say no to the power. Finish, dude. Let me Whoa. fucking finish. Right, okay. Yeah, no, I can tell this is about to get heavy. Because even outside of the moment where like my girlfriend wants me to punch her, like I, I've, I've knocked out so many old people. I've knocked out. Yeah. Like, I just want to live. I want to live five extra years. And then you just deck them as hard as you can. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm a kid. You name it. Like, it's just like, fucked up how many people like in in that should not have been hit that i hit yeah and should i make this into a graphic novel i yeah <laughs> you really should and i just i'm like i say no more yeah you know what i wish for i wish i didn't have this power and knock I go, yourself the fuck out i can't um, i can't knock myself out yeah this is a great graphic novel i, I don't know what i don't i don't know what else to do mm-hmm. so i go out into the i go out into the forest I go out into the mountains. Mm-hmm. I start punching animals. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So then that them. animal becomes huge and mm-hmm. secretly had a wish. And I, and I start punching trees. Mm-hmm. And then that tree starts growing arms, legs, mm-hmm. right? And then I realize that, oh, my God, I can create an army of whatever <laughs> I want. And I do. Uh-huh. And I bring that army. And I, and I look at everyone in the world and I go, what is your wish? And they go, ah, I hear them all you know, praying to me about what their wish is. And I go, no one's ever asked me about my wish. Yeah. And my wish is... You're gonna go to hell. <laughs> oh and then God! I descend you, with them with wow. the tree monsters and the giant deer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that's why you shouldn't be given any kind of powers. Like I know, that. man. Yeah. You give them to me. So no, what the yeah, fuck am I exactly. supposed to do? All right. Yeah, totally. So, are you looking for a specific balloon to bring to a specific <laughs> party? Okay? okay. You want to find something that's the perfect round, the perfect helium, the perfect strength. Now, the party you're bringing this balloon to is not just any normal party. Okay, it's a retirement party. So you're bringing this to one of your best friends, Earl. He's just retiring from the c- cement factory, and you want to make sure that this balloon, because of always wor- what he worked with is always on the ground. You want to show that there's so much more above. There's so much more to look up to, right? Mm-hmm. So you want to find the right one. You go to party city, and that's not going to go there. You go to the city of party. There's there's nothing for you there, okay? Mm-hmm. You finally go to a CVS because you're looking for some bandages because you just nicked your finger when you were going into your car because your keys were loose and it scraped off more skin than you can chew, uh-huh. right? You get your band-aids, but as you're checking out, you look over to your right and you see this like little section partition where all the balloons are. Yeah. You go, oh, can I get one of those balloons? I go, actually, all those balloons have just been sold. Like, oh, I, I, is there any way for me just to grab this one? It's perfect. It's the one I just need. Uh-huh. And you tell them the story like, I wish, but actually that person right over there and you see, and there's this tiny old woman, but she's wearing like a large mink coat that's like two times her body. And she goes, uh, she just bought all of them. Maybe you want to talk to her. She mm-hmm. go over and tap her on the shoulder. What? <laughs> you go, oh, I'm so sorry, miss. I, I just was uh, wondering, I knew that you had uh, purchased all those uh, balloons. I was wondering if I can get one. You want one of mine? Yeah. Well, what were you going to give me? Like, well, how much? And she goes, no money. What will you give me? Uh-huh. Now you love Earl. This woman's asking for something. Uh huh. What are you gonna give her? I guess the keys to my car <laughs> for a balloon. Well, I really want this balloon, don't I? She yeah. seems like she seems like she's gonna drive a really hard bargain. So my my goal is I'm just gonna I'm gonna go too far too fast. What if she says yes? Then she takes my car. I don't care. For, okay, Earl. Earl, you know, I'll tell Earl I had to give my car away for this balloon or whatever, and then then we'll just see how the night car. plays out. We'll just see, we'll just see how it all plays out. So you wake up, uh, kind of like uh, a little. You have this eerie feeling. You wake up, it's like six a.m. You just have this eerie feeling, and you go like, "Oh no, it's because there's like a light. There's like a light coming into this room." And you kind of look around, you're trying to see what the light source is, and you go like, "Oh no, it's coming from under the bed. There's this oh. little light." from under the bed uh-huh. and you look and then you, you notice that this one little wooden floorboard is kind of slightly up and that there's light coming from down there and you go what it's like that movie <clears throat> which one where there's like little goblins down there sure i don't know and so you you move it and then you discover actually there's all there's a room down there and goblins? right as you move it up no it's just like <laughs> it's just one guy and he's sitting there and he's working on something he's like building a little radio and he goes oh joey hey hey how's it going and you're like have we met before and he goes, oh, man, didn't want to go down like this, but I guess it, it does. No, I just, I've been living under your house for a couple, as long as you've lived here, I've lived under here. And I got to tell you, I am such a fan. And then he names a bunch of funny things you've said in the house. Just And he goes like, and you said that, and, and your girl, she didn't hear it, but I heard it, and I loved it. I love and he just kind of lists a bunch of funny things that you've legit. said and done. Yeah. <laughs> so now knowing that he's been living under your house, how do you proceed? Well- I still think it's creepy. 
Yeah. Because uh, I'm like, yeah. Did you see me tugging? What the hell's going on? I mean, probably. Are you tugging it all over the so place? So I, I, I go, I make a big announcement. Hey, I'm leaving, honey. And then to him, I go, oh, I radio guy, I'm leaving too. And he's like, you know, yeah. and I hear a little dunk dunk. He knows what I'm doing. Yeah. And then I go, I like I close the door. Take my shoes off. Now I'm in really like silent socks. Oh, God. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the night before, I hid the. <laughs> I hit kerosene oh, shit. all over the house. So I go and I start <laughs> dumping yeah. it around. That's right? going to make a sound. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, that is that sound. Yeah. And uh, But he's tinkering <laughs> on the radio. I can hear the radio on. He can't hear it. Uh-huh. And then finally I have just like, just a shit ton of kerosene left over. Uh-uh. And I and I wait and I'm just like standing over my Yeah, I think we could just leave the rest to our imaginations there. Basically, no question about what's going to happen next. You don't know what's going to happen, dude. You don't even know what's going to happen, okay? Because okay? I douse myself in it. Whoa. <laughs> I light myself on fire, and then I knock on the floorboard. He's like, hmm? opens it up, sees me inflamed, right? I grab the radio, and I go, this is mine. <laughs> and then I put the floorboard back with him underneath and then I sit on top of it as he tries to get out and the flame consumes both of us. <laughs> Jesus, man. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why would you do that? December to remember, baby. Let's get yeah, it going. All right. All right. All right. I'll give you it's that. It's cold outside. No, I'll give Jesus you that. I'll give you Christ. That. Yeah. You want to find a new way to get downtown. <laughs> <laughs> You're not yeah. taking public transpo. You're not riding a motorcycle. You're not driving a car. Yeah. And you hate riding bikes. You don't want yeah. to do a skateboard or a uh, roller skate. Yeah, I definitely know an answer to this right Walking away. Walking and running ain't going to be an option. Yep. The one wheel is out of stock. Mm-hmm. What do you take? I want to get onto like a, a, a little, it's like a magic carpet of little dogs. Whoa. Yeah, like they all work in unison. I lay on them and then they go <gasps> wherever they're going to oh, go. Oh, that's cute as hell. Yeah. Those poor little spines. Are yeah, little... you know, we got to trade dogs. <laughs> Out quite a bit. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna be Jeez. real with you. We're trading the dogs out quite a bit. Uh, are these wiener dogs, are they're you? all really small because I do oh. want to be low. I want to be low, uh, you know, close to the ground. Yeah. Oh my. God. Yeah, and we're trading Dachshunds pretty not... pretty regularly. Jesus, yeah, they can't carry weight. No, and they shouldn't. But if they distribute it right, they wouldn't have this problem. So it's kind That's of about them trying fault. to figure it out. Well, they should figure out how to distribute my weight correctly. You train them. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I outsource the training. That's not really something I'm good at. Uh, you're on the Titanic. But you know, you know that it's going to sink, right? And you're on it and you're kind of in, again, kind of like one of these 12 monkey scenarios where like you kind of know your death's coming, whatever, whatever it is. However you got there, I'm not right in that part. Uh, But you, you know, you've been kind of making problems all over the Titanic, you know, like people are pissed off at you. You've got, you're grabbing people's asses, men, women, like it's, you're just doing that a lot. (laughs) Yeah, like quite a bit. I gotta go. But in your mind, you're going like, well, because I know this whole fucking thing is going to go down. I want to party a little bit before. That's not right. Yeah, that's but you're nice. just grabbing butts, and you always apologize. So you, well, that's yeah. nice. No, <laughs> yeah. That's good. No, yeah. But so it's that night, and you know, you've made some friends, some connections with some women, some, some connections with some men, but mostly a lot of enemies. Yeah. yeah. You see in the distance the icebergs. So yeah. You go like, all right, everything's about to end now, so it's going to get crazy in here. What do you do? I run around the boat, and I start cutting the lines for the lifeboats. Mm. I just start cutting as many lifeboat lines as possible. Mm-hmm. And the last one I keep for myself. And I start lowering it down. And is, this is because you, you don't want it to get out that you've been grabbing butts. Exactly. Dude. Yeah. I can't. I can't. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have such a successful uh, career in uh, microprocessors. Oh, and that's not even coming out yet. They're not coming out for years. So you're a time traveler of some kind? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I just, I just know microprocessors. Yeah, and you know that the ship's going to sink. Exactly. What yeah. I don't know, though, is that once I dropped all those boats... It actually changed wow. the, the way the boat was yep. moving, so it actually missed mm-hmm. the iceberg. And now you're just stuck out there on the water alone. in a tiny boat. No food. Yeah. I got what I deserve. This is a parable. Yeah, that's dude. actually really good. Yeah, that's what yeah. No, that's really that's we just wrote a really solid short story. Hello. Yeah. Novella, right? Yeah. Well, exactly. There you go. Exactly. So you're trying to breathe right. You don't know what's going on. You go through your nose, you go through your mouth, but it's not hidden the same way. You go to a doctor, a pulmonary surgeon, right? Lung surgeon, right? And you go, hey, doc, I want to figure out what's up with my lungies and I'm not getting it the right way. He goes, have you breathed your nose? Yes. Have you breathed your mouth? He goes, yeah. He goes, hmm, shouldn't be telling you this. 
have you breathed through your ass? And you're like, <laughs> I don't think so. He goes, well, what I could do is I could hook up your butt line into your lungs. Now, it might make it uncomfortable at first. My butt line? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'd first say. Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. I know it's shocking. I know it's strange to hear, but mm-hmm. trust me. It's okay. science. Yeah. I am a surgeon, am I not? Mm-hmm. And you're just a dumb little boy who came into the doctor? <laughs> okay, yes. Yeah, yes, that's what I thought. Yes. Dumbass. So I can get, I can hook your butt line yeah. into your lungs uh-huh. and you can breathe through your ass. Now, the only problem with this though is not going to be able to sit down because you're going to suffocate your ass. Uh-huh. You want to do it? No. Let's do it. No, no, no. <laughs> I like to sit down. I always want to be able to sit down. All right. Yeah. Oh, so you're mad at me yeah, now? Yeah, well, I'm just, I'm like, okay, fine. Okay. 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 Great. You're home for the holidays. You're having a great time. You're schmoozing. You're at a party. You're drinking a little too much eggnog, and you're 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 kind of like bogarting it. Like well, you're getting creamy. it from like a big thing. But yeah, but everyone's going, hey, save some for the rest of us. Yeah, and you go like creamy. Get out of here, Gary. Like you're kicking everyone out. Whoa. You're turning. You're you're in that part where you've gotten a little too liquored well, up. Well, isn't it dark liquor? Like this is like, like I've actually never had it, so I, I don't I think, know. I think it's like scotch yeah. or bourbon or something. Oh, I truly I don't know. have no clue. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what it tastes like. I've almost never even seen it. Seb, if you're listening to this, <laughs> write to the email, you know, pot at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Let us know. What's an eggnog? You're yeah. from Austria. Tell us what's going on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But now as you start going around and talking to everybody, you you do actually, this is kind of relevant actually to what you had said earlier, but you realize you're at the wrong party. Oh, shit. You don't know any of these people. These are not your family members. Well, we got to fight to get out. But what you realize is that actually in the spirit of the holidays, they've all just been letting you hang out. You're yelling at people. You're getting sauced. You're hogging all the eggnog. And yet everyone is letting you stick around and remain. So you kind of have this... Scrooge type moment where you you kind of a little bit actually realize the error of your ways, and so you're you're gonna now make a, a speech uh, to all of the people at this party where you both thank them and apologize for your actions. Let's hear that. I get everyone's attention by pushing over the eggnog, mm. and I go, "That's smart." I'm sorry, <laughs> and everyone stops. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And they go, oh, what's going on? I go, listen, I want to apologize for my actions. Not only just for pushing this over, I did it intentionally, but also for <laughs> Gary, Yelena Claire, uh, striking Ralph. I just want to say across the board, I'm sorry. I fucked up. Mm-hmm. It's not the Merry Christmas that I wanted to be in as well as to promote. Yeah. Uh, I want to say everyone here is so kind and so so nice, and, and I, I fucked it up and I just want to make sure that you guys have the good rest of your night. I'm going to get out of here. Go, no, no, no. So I'm like, trust me, I'm going to get out of here. Um, but if we could just take a moment to pray, that'd be great. Everyone closes their eyes, and I start leading a prayer. And then as I'm saying, I'm start mumbling. I go to the coat room, steal all the coats, go in there, start fumbling for the keys. I'm hammered. Mm. <laughs> okay? mm-hmm. I go in, I turn on every single car, right? And then I just start booking it. Yeah. I just start dead sprinting awesome. down the street. Yeah. That's yeah. how I end it. That's great. Yeah. Okay. You've just discovered a new kind of metal, right? No scientists have ever seen it. You think it's from a meteor. You're not 100% sure because Love you it. found it on a cracker. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, <laughs> looking at this metal, yeah. you're trying to like like figure out, like, okay. It's well, just on the cracker. I didn't spread it or anything. Just on the cracker. Yeah. You, you, were, you were playing with your, uh, what you called? Your... Um, my, a microscope, right? Yep. Okay, I got it. And then uh, you, you were eating some Cheez-Its, mm-hmm. and then when you picked the other cheese, you're like, what is this? You put the cheese in underneath, and you're like, oh my God, this is a new metal. Okay. Right? So uh, you take the cheese out, and now you're looking at the metal, like, zooming in, zooming out, zooming in, zooming out. Hmm, you're like, oh my God. And then you realize the metal's growing. You're like, what the fuck? And then the metal just turns liquid. What the fuck? And mm. you realize anytime you thought about the metal changing shape or form, it does that. Oh. What do you make it turn into? Oh, just like a little friend that I can talk to. Like, I just, you know, like, just one that has to listen and, and won't give me its own shit. You know, like, just a little therapist, basically. Yeah, he's just, like, cares about my stuff and, and sees me and cannot leave. Huh. Yeah. You go to the doctor. Okay. You go, i just been having this weird feeling in my tummy. Okay. And I kind of just want you to cut me open while I watch and just so we I can see what's going on in there. Yeah. So he cuts you open, and you look, and you're just full to the brim with bugs. What? Like, you're like Mr. Oogie Boogie from uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas. What kind of buggies? Like, animated bugs, like beetles, cockroaches, like a whole wow. thing. Worms, and they're all in there. Jeez. And that's your whole thing. You're like, my 
my stomach is full. And the doctor goes, well, hold on. And he starts kind of going up the seam of your body, looking farther and farther. No bones. What? It's just fucking bugs. No. So you go like, are you totally sure? And he does a scan. He goes, yeah, it's all bugs the entire way. There's Damn. no brain. There's nothing else in there. It's just bugs. Jesus. He closes you back up. Yeah. He agrees that he's like, I won't tell anyone what we found here today. <laughs> and in fact, to ensure this, he pops a cyanide capsule and kills himself. No, no, no. I take that out. Oh, you, you fish it out of his yeah. mouth. Yeah, okay. Sorry, you take over. Yeah. So I go, no, that's not how I want you to go. Yeah. And he goes, what? And I cut my palm and then I shoved my palm on his mouth and then all the bugs wow. down his throat. Yeah. And that suffocates him. Okay. But so you're like, a villain now. Well, yeah. You're I'm full of bugs, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell am I, yeah. dude? Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, no, I agree. Who am I? This is the only rational reaction. I have memories? Yeah. There's bugs. You're filled, talking. I'm filled you live your bugs, life. Dude. Yeah. How the fuck did I get here? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. I don't even remember. What are your parents? Stop chewing ice. It's just like, <laughs> it's like, there are so many fucking questions I got. And the, the number one question I have is, why can I shit? Why can you? Yeah. Yeah. Why does it look like a human turdy if I'm yeah. full of bugs? How have you gotten through your whole life? Oh, I know. I've gotten through guile and wit and all that stuff. Uh-huh, but uh-huh. like, <laughs> outside of that, I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, why do I poop like that? So, yeah. That's so dumb. Yeah. And that's the primary question. Well, yeah, because I'm like, this is- It should just be bugs. Well, it shouldn't anything. be anything. Yeah. I should excrete- Because the bugs are eating it all up. Like, right. Any, any food you eat, the bugs are eating. And that's why I'm always hungry. Yeah. That's why I'm husky. <laughs> okay. So, you're in a sword fight. Right, okay. it's going on for ten hours. Mm-hmm. You're finally at the tiniest blade your sword can be, and you're uh, oh, like it's getting broken down into smaller and smaller uh-huh. pieces. And the person you're fighting, their sword's getting down to the tiniest bite yeah. point it can be. Okay, right before it just gets to the handle, your sword metals lock in, right, yeah. right, and now yeah. you're just two handles, and the tips of your fingers of of you and your opponent they touch, and your fingers intertwine, and for a second there, you both realize you're human. Yeah. And the violence just stops. Yeah. And you don't you forget, like, wait, why are we even fighting? Yeah. Right? Like, what the hell was going on? Your opponent looks at you, you, you look at your opponent and you go, Hey, can we just like stop for a second? Yeah. And he goes, Okay. And you both put down the little handles with a little piece of metal still on there, right? Uh-huh. And you go, What if we just said we're both sorry? Yeah. What if we just said this didn't matter and who gives a shit? And he yeah. goes, Well, you did destroy like my entire city. Yeah. And everyone in it. And you go, Yeah, I know, but yeah. I'm sorry. But it's all good now. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he goes, I'll agree to that. Yeah. But you have to tell me what you're most scared of. Okay. What do you tell him? Uh, I go like, wow, what I'm most scared of? I uh, And I grab both hands. I what? slice his oh fucking throat, dude. And I, and I say, I, now I destroyed your whole city. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. So I'm not going to tell him what I'm most scared of. What is it? Friendship. Wow! Yeah. yeah, that is scary. I just uh, to be seen, to be yeah. understood in that way. It's I, a responsibility, especially when I'm I got the adrenaline pumping. Yeah. I don't want to be seen necessarily. No, 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 no. I, I don't want any of that. So I have to kill him just to maintain that one thing that I'm most scared of, which is friendship, but also which is rejection. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Goodbye, guys. Bye. I love you. I love you. 